Welcome back to the safe space. Today we are talking about the art of saying no. But before we get into that, I just want to wish everyone that's listening a belated Merry Christmas. Hope everyone had a good holiday season. We're wrong, well, it's almost time to celebrate that holiday again, but you know, it's considering Christmas thing gone, you know. Merry Christmas and all that that good stuff. For me, my holiday was pretty chill. My holiday was pretty chill, pretty quiet. Didn't really do much, but I enjoyed that time off. It was much needed rest that my body needed because I don't really sleep much these days because I'm constantly on the go. But yeah, that was my holiday. Also, before we start, like really start the episode, I want to first do just like a kind of reflection on um, the year because the year is about to end literally on, on Sunday and it still doesn't feel like the new year is like right there. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it just don't feel, it just don't, something, 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 something ain't right. It just don't feel real, you know? Um, But yeah, this year, what what have I done this year? The only thing, the only thing I really think I accomplished this year was doing this podcast. That was probably the main, um, the main goal of mine. I'm not the type of person that sets New Year's resolutions, but to get in this podcast off the floor was probably the only thing that I really wanted to accomplish this year. And I'm glad to say that I got that done. So I'll drink to that. Cheers. <laughs> um, February, I turned 23. Lost a friend. Uh, March, my sunroof fly off. <laughs> April. I don't really think nothing ex- exciting happened in April, to be honest. I think I got my sunroof fixed in April. Um, May, my friend celebrated her birthday, went on a trip to Niagara. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. June, decided to take another step out of my comfort zone, an audition for a play. Saw my friends get married. July. I think that happened in July that I could remember this time. It obviously wasn't important. August. August, I went home. The office of my family, spent some time with my family and friends. Back in the Bahamas. That's pretty much it. Rehearsal started for the show when they came back. So that was also another thing that happened. September. Another one of my friends' birthdays. More play rehearsal, play rehearsal. October, play started. So that was fun. And that ran for about 10 days. So that was a fun time. Um, I don't think I did anything else in October. November. November. Another one of my friends, but I feel like I've been celebrating birthdays almost every month of the year this year. Did I do anything else? I don't think I did anything else. At some point within this 
these months i auditioned for another play but i don't remember exactly when i did that but <laughs> but yeah uh december Ain't nothing happened. Jesus born. Hallelujah. Thank God. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> as trying as this year was, I'm glad that I'm alive and I hopefully will make it through to the end of the year. God's best. But this year was a hard year financially because my car was causing me so much issues and it still is causing me issues to this day i don't know y'all people that say the first car is supposed to be the breeze but my first car causing me trouble and i'm not really a fan i'm i'm not too keen on that anyway god is good regardless of the situation so i got a car to drive even though it costs me money to fix almost every other month but you know trivial things but yeah the year is coming to a close and i'm just glad that I was able to to make it through so far. Although I haven't done much. I, I well, although I don't feel like I've done much. Just glad to be alive because some people don't get to see another day when they wake up in the morning. That was probably terrible phrasing, but you get the point. <laughs> So yeah, that's my that's my 2022 recap. So, like I said, the topic for today is um, the art of saying no, and this is a topic that I struggle with a lot because I I have a hard time saying no, and I think the reason for that is because I have such a good heart, and with that, that's a that's that comes with its advantages and its disadvantages. It's an advantage because um, people are drawn to you, in a sense. For like, I can't even remember what I say just now. People are drawn to you, in a sense. Uh, but it's also a disadvantage because people can take um, advantage of that that kindness that you have, and they can be very uh, malicious with their intent. And that's been a story of mine for like quite a while. And I was trying to, as I was thinking back, reflecting for um, this episode, I was trying to remember exactly where like my my saying no actually stemmed from. And like, excuse me. And like what causes what causes that to even even be a thing? Because I know some people who would say who could say no without without hesitation, just no. No, I ain't doing that. I ain't into that. No. And for me, it is like, it is hurt when I have to say no. But like I said, like even, even when I was smaller, it was always a an, an issue. Well, I wouldn't say smaller, but when I had some sort of an understanding of, as I started to mature, let me say, as I started to mature, I think that, that became, um, a struggle for me and I know in, in high school and primary school they always talk about like peer pressure and being able to say no and all these kind of things but if anything I feel like peer pressure made me not want to say I feel like I, I felt like I give into peer pressure a lot and maybe that's a reason I, I struggle to say no now because I, I gave into peer pressure to do certain things when I was younger and it just 
I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense, and I, and I and I don't like it. But I guess that's just the the hand I dealt, and I just gotta play, play my cards and hope to win. But yeah, um, when you when you give and give and give and give so much of yourself, who who's 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 giving to you? Like who's who's you know you you're not getting any return on your investment. It's just you. You given all the time, and it it doesn't do good for you mentally, because you put yourself in a state where you always feel like you need to give, even even when you can't. And to paint a picture, I was placed in a situation a couple of weeks ago where someone needed something, and I wasn't able to provide it for them. And oh my god, I was twist, I was twist up in here because I was so. I was so frustrated with myself because I wanted to help the person because I know they needed the help. And this is a, like a trusted friend of mine. I wish I, I like, I felt so bad because if I had it, I would definitely help. And the fact that I couldn't help, oh, what a sec, that hurt. That hurt. I, I felt like bad to the, I felt terrible. I ain't lie. And it's, it's not a good feeling. Like it, it really it it threw me off. Like I literally felt like oh, it almost brought tears to my eyes. I didn't know, and I I know I like she was in like a dire like a serious situation, and I know that, and 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 when I when I get in situations like this, I try to to think about um how they say when you like, when you give your like you give with a good heart and a good intent, God is blessed with. Bless, bless that and then multiply that and you get more but I'm like at some point you gotta be wise too you know you can't you can't give all you have and then you will have nothing and then you're just waiting on God to you know bless your 50 cents and make it $40 and it's like I believe God is capable of doing that yes but I feel like it take you gotta be sensible at some point too you know you have to give within within your means because you give and you give and you give, you have nothing left. Who who can you now run to to get what you give back? See what I'm saying? And then this also this 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 leads into having um having a set of friends that are able to help when you find yourself in that situation. And I say this because I um. My friends know that they can come to me if they if they need anything. And if I, like I said, if I have it, I will definitely try to help. But then if I don't have it, then I, I, I can't help. And I, I feel bad saying that I can't help. But that's just the reality of it. Sometimes you just can't. You just can't help. But if, I find that sometimes when I'm in need of assistance and I'm like desperately needing something, I don't want to go to anybody because... I don't want to have to end up paying it, not necessarily paying a debt, but like being in debt to said person. Although I do pay my debts when I owe someone. That's the right because I don't like to owe someone. But I think that's a, it's a pride thing, you know, because you don't want to, you don't want to put that kind of picture in their, in their mind. Because it's like, okay, you asking me for this. Now, when you can ask me for something else again, you know, and I, I, I had a friend that I used to consistently help, 
help out. Even when I didn't have it, you know. Even when I didn't have it. And then that, that person still ended up betraying me. So now I, I feel like I'm kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I don't I don't know what the word is. I feel like I'm kind of cautious on what I give and who I give to. Another th another thing is when you give, you have to give um being comfortable that if this person can't give it to you back, that you you good with that. And I feel like that's what I do. And then on the other hand, I have some other friends that we literally just fight about giving. I had a friend of mine, she um I helped her with something and she was trying to send the money to me back. And I'm like, what you do? Like keep like don't send me no money. Like and she's like, boy, take this money. And I'm like, I don't want your money. And it was a constant back and forth about the money getting sent back. And it, it that reminds me of a situation with Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart, where Kevin Hart gave Tiffany Haddish some money. And Tiffany's like, oh, yeah, I can pay you back. And, and Kevin, I was like, 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 don't worry about that. And I think they were shooting a movie together. I think it was probably night school. And she was trying to, like, give him the money back, but he would not take it. So she was trying to find, like, creative ways to get the money to him back. Like, I feel like I think he said, like, he opened up a bag or something. Like, the money was just sitting inside the bag. <laughs> he was like, why are you doing this? Like, stop giving me this money back. I don't want it back. And I feel like you need you need friends like that in your life, you know, where you you don't feel compelled to to be badgering them for whatever it is that you gave them. And I feel like, sorry, I I am just I am going, okay, but I feel like Jesus, where I was, I didn't I didn't lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. I don't like the idea of if I give you something and you said you can you can repay it or give it back to me or whatever. I don't like the idea of having to come and ask you for that thing back because then that leads into whole, oh, you couldn't just, you know, you couldn't give me some time to get it together. And this is like, you know, like that could be avoided. Simple communication could solve that issue. But I'm the type of person where if I give you something and you won't give it to me back in like a, I'm not not saying that I keep record, but say I lend you some. Say I I talk and eat to myself, but you're all in the way. So let's say I lend you, I can put you all. I I lend one of y'all two hundred dollars, right? And y'all tell me y'all can give me it back, and I say okay, cool. When you get it, you know, send it. Months go by. Couple months well go by and you don't get I ain't get the money back that you that I lend you yet. But you got new shoe, new clothes, new new everything, but yet I ain't get the money. Am I wrong now for asking you what happened to the money I lend you? Or should I just let that slide? Because one like me, I ain't letting that slide. You know what it's $300? $100 already is an adult dollar. $300, that's three adult dollars. That I ain't getting back. And you already have money now. But 
if I ask you for it back, you can catch a you can catch an attitude for me asking you for it back. Cause now you feel like I pressuring you to give back. Oh, hold on, y'all. Something going wrong. Something going wrong. I gotta pause this. All right, sorry, y'all. I'm pressing airplane mode on my laptop accidentally. And I caused uh, the thing to stop. But yeah, I asked you for the money back, and all of a sudden you catch your attitude now because I calling you out. When it's you leaving me hanging in the balance because you you didn't repay the debt that you I give you, you know. But I right, listen. I hope this thing coming off in a in a way where people I've I've I've, I've helped out before I'd feel like I trying to get on them. It's it's not that I'm just trying to convey it, like you know a situation. But at the end of the day, I really want for nothing because Jesus paid it all. So I got everything I need because he paid it all for me. <laughs> but it's just, a, it's just, it just, it just goes to show you that um, it's easy to be taken advantage of. And I'm a, I'm a poster child for that because uh, that's a topic for another day. But just, you just got to be mindful of what you're doing and how you offering your your time, your talents, and your assistance. Because some people, there are some people out here with malicious intent, believe it or not. And from they see you have a good heart and a given spirit, they will take advantage of that and they will suck you dry like a leech until you have nothing left. And when you when you left in a situation where it's just you and nothing, what are you going to do? What are you gonna do? Cause you didn't you didn't give all that you had, and now you you, you left for nothing. Just you know you just you just gotta guard your heart. The Bible talks about guarding your heart because it is the safety wicked, and I feel like that when people talk about that, that they talk about that in the in the context of um of love. But I feel like that it goes beyond that because there there are other situations where you have to guard your heart as well. Like I guess this where um having wisdom and discernment go hand in hand because then you know you could read between the lines and see well, not really see but you know feel it out you know that maybe this ain't the best investment maybe the same you know maybe this person really be no good to me maybe you know they just here to take advantage of me and what I have and what I got. But yeah, that's just, that's just that. Okay. I felt like I've strayed a bit from the topic at hand, but, um, the artist saying no. Okay. So let me just, let me give another story, but I feel like this one will be easier to understand because I didn't say no. In this situation, it ended, up, it ended up being turmoil, and it caused me a lot of stress and mental disorder. Well, not mental disorder. Um, it just it stressed me out mentally, man. Damn it, yeah. <laughs> but when I was in my last relationship, 
I wanted to be a pleaser for the person, as most people tend to do. You know, you want to please your significant other. So every single thing that she wanted to do, you know, I'd say, yeah, you know, she wanted to hang with a family. And I see when we come, I can say, yeah, she want to hang with friends. She want me come. I say, yeah, but I, I, I didn't, I like, sometimes I just, I never really wanted to go. And that's because I, I like my space and I don't, you know, I don't really like to be around people all the time, but I just constantly just kept saying, yep, let, yeah, you want to do it? Let's go. Like, you know, and I, I never really wanted to do it. And it became a constant cycle of me just saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though I, I didn't want to do it. And the more times I said, yeah, the more I just used to begrudgingly go. And although I used to enjoy being there while there sometimes, I, you know, you just, the initial intent was not, was not to go. So I used to actually sit, with like never really answered the message right away because I used to like, do I say I don't want to go or do I just go along for the ride, which I ended up doing most times anyway. But there was this one particular time that she wanted me to do something. And I was just like, no. And it was like, Oh, like what? Like what? Like you're, you're telling me no. She didn't say that obviously, but she was like, like what? And I was like, no. And she was like, why? And I'm like, because I don't I don't want to. And we need to start understanding that I don't want to is an answer, okay? Because sometimes you just don't want to. You just don't want to. It, there's nothing else to explain there, but you just don't want to. So and because I had not necessarily trained her up, but I had given her a false sense of who I was, and was continuing to please her, therefore unpleasing myself. When I put myself first and started to do something that actually I wanted to do, it was like a shell shock. Because why would you do that? You know? Why would you do that? And like I said, I it's not because I I want to be a people pleaser, but there's this I think there's this thing in me that's like that wants to be liked by people. And I don't even like people sometimes. So why would I want to be liked by people? I mean, because you don't really want to be unliked by people. I mean, but then again, who cares? Bottom line is, you have to, you know, you have to sometimes you have to put yourself first to avoid getting in situations like this. And don't... Oh, this is a good segue. Um, With... The inability of saying no, it allows you to be so easily, it allows you to be easily um, manipulated and gaslighted. And you, you don't really see it at first because you've never really like done anything for yourself. You've done, just done everything for the enjoyment of, of others. Well, speaking from personal experience, obviously I really know everybody else's story, but that's how that's how it was for me. But even with saying no, that that one time, I I find that I still sometimes hesitate saying no to certain things. Like I 
like I just don't want to do it, but I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. But I don't want to say I don't want to do it because now you can be mad at me. You can never invite me anywhere again because I say no. It's a struggle, boy. It's really a struggle, but you know you gotta you gotta put yourself first, and that's really what this is all about. It's about saying no, yeah, but it's more about putting yourself first because. If you continue to do things just for the enjoyment or the satisfaction of others, you will never be happy. And that's just straight up facts. While you can pretend all you want that life is so great and life is so grand, I'm having the best time. When you by yourself, when you alone in your room, and it's just you and your thoughts, you're not happy. And it's because you're pouring so much of yourself into others that... There's no one and there's nothing to to fill you up. And that's just a cold hard truth. And I think I think I'm gonna end with this. It's probably just gonna be a quick little a quick episode, but I I heard this um analogy on TikTok. I'm not gonna take credit for it because I didn't say it. I couldn't be as wise and profound to say something like this, but this lady said, um, you realize that when you have people over and you doing drinks and y'all like y'all having drinks. You pour everybody glass first. She said, stop that. Because you pour everybody drinks first. And then when it's time to pour your drink, there's only a little bit of drink left to pour for yourself. Stop that. Pour your drink first and then pour everybody else's drink. And that is the perfect way to end this episode like i just said put yourself first pour your drink first and then you deal with other people do what pleases you and then worry about what other people have to say that's it and that's all thanks <laughs> no but for real uh this is the last episode of um of the year for safe space Crazy to think that this podcast only started in January, but we've come a mighty long way. So I just want to thank everybody that's listened, that shared, that follows the Instagram page, that gave me feedback, you know. It is much appreciated. Now I ain't gonna lie and sit here and say that's been easy trying to do these these last couple of episodes of season two for you because it has not been because it's solo and I, I don't I I miss that engagement from another person, but you know, I just gotta suck it up for now and be like I do to get the thing to get content created because at the end of the day I have a lot of a lot of stuff planned that I wanted I want to say and I can't sit around waiting on a lot of people. So put yourself first. <laughs> but yeah, thanks to everyone that's listened, shared, streamed, supported, reviewed, liked, all that good stuff. And maybe this is your first time listening to an episode. Thank you for listening. If you don't have the Instagram page for the podcast, it is safe.space.podcast underscore. And we can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. And that ends the 2022 season for a safe space. But before I go, I want to say something in regard to the new year. Like I said, I never really was a person that said, um nice resolutions but like i told my friend the other day in the gym this upcoming year there's some things i want to do for myself because i think 2023 can be very personal 
I've been a lot of people pleasing these past couple of years of my life, and I think that I think I done with that that chapter of, of, of um my life is close. This chapter of my life can be pouring my glass first. <laughs> so there are some things I wanna do away with in the new year. Um, the biggest one of of those was um my phone. Cause I feel like I have a um I have an addiction to my cell phone. In a sense where sometimes I'm in social settings and people are talking to me and I'm like on my phone. And when you do that, you don't really engage in conversation. It actually is actually kind of offensive. Not even kind, of, it's offensive to the person talking to you because you're not really giving them your full attention because you're looking on the phone. But I also find that I do that in settings where I'm uncomfortable. Like there's a lot of people talking and I don't really want to be a part of the conversation. So I just go on my phone to kill time. Until it's time for me to re-enter the conversation again, so I, I want to stop that in the new year. I want to be more present, be more intentional. I want to be able to live in the moment more. I also said that I'm not going to force anything in the new year. I'm forcing nothing. If it can't fit, that's just how it's gonna have to be. If you can't glow, you can't go. I also want to read more. I finally so my worship pastor gave me a book. Last Christmas. <laughs> I just finished reading it last night. Almost a year later. But anyway, life is happening. Life is life. But I finally finished that book. And I just started the one that I've been wanting to start from August. So I, I want to read more. In the new year, I already have a book list lined up for what I want to read. I want to be real, you know? I don't want to pretend. Not just that. So, my name is Antonio, and this has been Safe Space. <laughs>